Welcome to another inspirational episode of Monetizing Your Creativity. Hi, I'm Randy Egan from Post Pro Media. Hi, I'm Kylie Kumar from Post Pro Media. Culture is key for me and making sure that the staff is really important, happy and enjoying their, their space, as well as the clients obviously feel comfortable and think that it's their own space as well. Monetizing Your Creativity asks the question, what does it take to earn a living with your creative talents? Traditionally, people in my class and graduating class all move towards the television station and radio station part of the industry. I think I'm the only one that actually went the advertising route. I remember a moment, I saw this really comfortable leather couch in this post-production advertising agency, and I thought, you know what, I just want to sit there though. <laughs> I didn't want to be behind a camera. I didn't want to be directing people. I just, I, the leather couch was really appealing to me. <laughs> we focus on the success principles common to all disciplines by interviewing producers, directors, writers, actors, cinematographers, music composers, animators, designers, and much, much more. Learn how to create your own path to success. Let's roll. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Monetizing Your Creativity. I'm your host, Marvin Polis. Not joining me this time is our co-host, Fred Keating. I'm in Vancouver, Canada. Well, Fred is, well, he's at some other exotic location. He's marshalling some other interviews for the podcast. And as I said, I'm in Vancouver, Canada. I'm back at Post Pro Media, and I'm with Randy Egan and Kylie Kumar, and I say I'm back at Post Pro Media, but it's actually a new location, and this is why I'm back. We had a terrific previous episode with Randy where he talked about his background, and this time we actually want to talk about the facility because it is a new facility. He's very proud of it. Kylie's proud of it as well, and Kylie Kumar is part of the team here at Post Pro Media. She didn't join us in the last interview, but she has a lot of great things to say, so she's joining us this time. Welcome, folks. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. And welcome. Great. Well, Randy, why don't you show us around? Absolutely. So important, you know, when we when I was deciding to actually create uh, a new facility, client space was key for me. And that's why we are now in a new facility that's over 6,000 square feet. We were under just over 2,000 in the last space because I wanted more space for clients, basically. We added a few more edit suites, but ideally I wanted the space in the edit suites and the visual effects departments to be larger so that clients were more comfortable. So we did that, and as well we have space that creates good culture too for the company. So that's uh, in our living room, and then we'll, we'll go through that. But it's, it's culture is key for me in making sure that the staff is really important, happy, and enjoying their, their space as well as the clients obviously feel comfortable and think that it's their own space as well. And Bandit the Shih Tzu here with us, is Bandit part of the culture? You know what, I, I love dogs in the facility. I think everybody should bring their dog. It adds a nice levity to the environment. They add a bit of relief for, for the staff and why not bring your dog? I love it. And Kylie, tell us about the sort of things that go on here at Post Pro Media and the work that you do. So I'm the project manager, and we're a very creative agency. We're very collaborative. We have editors, we have visual effects artists, we have a great team of people that work together with all the agencies in Vancouver to bring all of these post-production dreams to life. And my role mainly is just to make sure everything's done on budget, I manage the resources here, and I manage, I manage all the schedules as well. 
And I understand that the bulk of the work that you do here is with respect to television commercials, is that correct? That's right. Mainly we deal with television commercials, but that's not to say that we don't deal with any kind of corporate videos or, or anything that brings companies to life through video form. Splendid. Well, shall we take a bit of a walk and, and look around? Absolutely. So uh, just to, we're in reception. I just wanted to point out that, you know, a, a nice receiving area is important for clients to come in. We have our classic orange, our corporate color chairs here and um, some artwork that really just allows the invitation of a client to come in and understand that they'll be greeted by our receptionist, Stephanie, and to know that, hey, you know, this is your home too. How important do you feel this sort of professional image is, Kylie? I think it is important, but I think our clients also appreciate how personal we are. Like, it's not always business for us. I mean, you, you need to have that layer of business, but what I think we bring as a company is this layer of friendship as well. Great. Well, let's walk around the corner. And Randy, where are we going now? So here we're walking into what we call our living room. And like any other living room, it's set up with couches and a table and and lots of comfy places to be. But more importantly, and I'm turning around because it's our bar. (laughs) We are proud to have uh, beer, wine, both white and red on tap, as well as any other beverage, coffee, of course, and other drinks. And this is a key area for us where, you know, a client can just have a beer or wine and, and just be relaxed and work and be creative and a space that allows you just just to be who you are and relax. And just to be clear, I also see things like sparkling mineral water and licorice. Those are mixes. <laughs> <laughs> No. (laughs) You can have those two. (laughs) Okay, great. Where are we heading now? So we're heading now into Edit 1. So this is one of uh, four Edit Suites. This suite is uh, Don McDonald's Edit Suite. (laughs) Don is waving at us. Yes, he's waving at us. He's our senior editor here. And uh, he's in the largest of our edit suites. It's really built for clients, like I was mentioning before. A lot of space for them to kind of stretch out. Because we'll have four or five people in an edit session at any time, or even more. And Don uh, has a specialty in audio, so we've set up his room with a lot of acoustic paneling and some neat designs that way. And I see that you actually have a separate area for the clients. You have some nice comfortable couches. The clients have their own uh, video monitors so they don't need to look over the shoulder of the editor. Exactly, yeah. They have their own space. It's set up to be kind of like, again, another sub-living room in each room. The couches, they have their own monitor watch where then as the editor, Don can concentrate on his own uh, equipment and monitors to create the edits that he does. Great. Now, I want to get a little bit geeky now for a moment. Your editing systems, what are they based on? Are they based on Final Cut? Are they based on Premiere? Are they based on Avid? Yeah, we work all in the Adobe suites right now. So Premiere is our primary editorial software that we use, as well as all the other software that Adobe has for compositing and uh, visual effects. We find that it's the best usage for at least advertising to be able to quickly ingest you know, PSDs from Photoshop or any other graphic formats to, to work with our systems. Great. So I guess... Given the fact that you work with ad agencies and ad agencies typically work in Adobe software, you find that the compatibility is is really what you need it to be. Exactly, yeah. It it is a nice balance between that and receiving assets and then working with a, a system that's very fast and efficient. Great. And Kylie, again, how many of these editing suites do you have in the facility and how do you manage all of that as part of your job? So we have four full edit suites and it can certainly be challenging some weeks trying to schedule sessions accordingly, but generally clients are very accepting that they're understanding that we're busy and they appreciate that. And so, 
yeah, I mean, I mean, sessions can run long, they can run short, but people are understanding and appreciative of other clients' time as well. So we do what we can to make it work. So there's a lot of give and take in this business. Absolutely, yes. Great. Shall we go down the hall? What do you keep want to show going, me next? Yes. Let's keep going. We'll go to our server room. It's kind of the geeky part of the facility. It's really the brains and the, the center of our facility. So every edit suite and every visual effects suite comes right into this room. What we're looking at is a couple of racks full of networking equipment. Back in the days, we used to have a lot of videotape equipment, and we still do, and we, uh, we sometimes use it, but it is being phased out and becoming strictly IP-based. So sometimes a client will come in and, and say, well, I have this videotape from 1992, and we need to work that into our show somehow, and, and this is how you manage that. Exactly, yeah, and often, too, from our own archive with being in the industry for over 20 years, we do have our own tape library system. We still need to bring back old footage. But most of what we see in here is of course digital exactly and when I designed the space I wanted to obviously wire it properly and future-proof it so we're completely fiber wired cat 6 cat 5 cat 6 a 5 and cat 5 we also have a gigabyte internet connection on fiber coming into the whole facility fantastic so this is really the heartbeat of the facility where all of the various editing suites are really connected together. Absolutely, yeah. In fact, you know, because of technology, this equipment room would have been probably four or five times larger than it is today. We've reduced down to just Ethernet cabling, and that's really what connects us all between each of the rooms. And, of course, a lot of big hard drives. Lots of hard drives. <laughs> yeah, we never have too much. <laughs> Okay, Kylie, what's next? Uh, well, this is Mel Sweet, but she is in session right now, and so we'll move along. We're, you, we're just peeking in through the glass door, but we don't want to look like we're weird or anything by <laughs> looking it through. Okay, next up. <laughs> and here we come to Randy's office. That's my business office. Yes. There's some dogs. Yep, there's some dogs. Those, those are client dogs. <laughs> client animals. Very important dogs. Yes, yes. Yeah, so, I mean, Randy can speak to what he does in his office. Um, so, obviously, this is my business office, so this is where I, I run the business portion of the company. And uh, it's nice to have a business space. Uh, again, with more, more space in a new facility, I have a creative space, which I work out of, as well as a, an actual business space. That's right, because the last time we talked, and we were in your old facility at that time, you were actually talking to us about the fact that you not only own the company, you not only manage the company as the owner, so you have all of that sort of thing, that's part of your day, but you still work as an editor and primarily as a colorist, correct? That's right, yeah. I, I really want to still keep doing that. I, it's a passion of mine. I, I think I have some talent in that regard, so I, I, it's, it allows me to also to be with the clients and to, to understand. And it's the last finishing part. Colorist is the last stage in in the process and I, I really love putting my final touches on stuff. That's fantastic. Kylie, what's next? We're heading to Jordan Suite. This is our third of the four edit suites here at PostPro. So, <laughs> hey Jordan. <laughs> so, hey Jordan, welcome to our podcast. So very similar in setup to the other suites where there's a large couch and lots of seating for clients. As Randy mentioned earlier, you know, there could be upwards of five to ten people in a session any given day. It was interesting in the design of these suites that, you know, I really took the input from the editors, how they would like it set up, you know, specifically where the desks were going to be and how the monitoring was going to be. So we spent a lot of energy trying to make sure that they worked for everybody and everybody's unique options that they would want. So And again, it's set up so that the clients have their own monitor to watch so they don't need to look over the shoulder of the editor there's there's plenty of space here a large couch so that you have 
room for a number of clients if they want to be in here together. Room, of course, for the clients to bring their dogs. Of course. And client services are a big part of it, right? You know, you're here all day. You get lunch, you get snacks, and you can have whatever you want to drink. And uh, we take care of those needs for our clients. So hospitality is an important part of this business, right? Yes, absolutely. I think for a lot of clients, coming to a session is kind of a break from the everyday, getting out of the office and sitting somewhere new with new people. And yeah, being kind of well served upon, more or less, is, is kind of a nice treat. Can I have sushi? Yes. Sushi for everyone. <laughs> okay. When we're done. Okay. What's next? All right. Let's move down the hallway here. It's kind of the back end of our facility. Uh, so we're walking towards some client spaces and visual effects. We have some client offices. My husband's office there. That's Warren. Hey, Warren. How are you doing? <laughs> Another washroom back here. Uh, and client spaces. Again, this was a, something I put in the design that I wanted to make sure that clients had space to step out of a session and walk into a, an office, make a phone call, get on a computer, separate from what they were doing. Because often our clients are freelance and they work on many different projects or they're working on the next project and they need a kind of a private space to have those conversations. Correct. And they might be, let's say, the creative director from an ad agency and they need to deal with some issue back at the office and they need to do that privately. Exactly. That's, that's exactly why I set it up for that. So they have those spaces and they can use them whenever they want. We have a pretty robust um, Wi-Fi system in the, in the facility. Again, we, we spend a lot of energy trying to plan that out. And, uh, you know, a normal home would have one, uh, what they call access point. We have five in our facility. So it's a very secure, fast wireless. Everything's wireless these days. Fantastic. And uh, what's this room we're going into? So we're walking into visual effects. And here are uh, Corey and Michael working hard. These guys uh, are working on many different aspects in here. Again, with the design of the facility, it was key that comfort was important. Often, you know, our talented friends here work in dark spaces, but they're fortunate enough to have a full two windows and we can darken it. But it's nice to have daylight, right, in what they're working on. They can control the light that's in here. But I'm sure that makes their day a little bit easier when, they're, when they have daylight. And I see that uh, the windows here are actually facing north, so it's indirect daylight. They're not getting that really, really bright sunshine in here that would really affect their view of their screens. Yeah, and so that was, again, part of the, the master plan is to make sure that these rooms were uh, set you know, in, in the right direction. And this is cool, they have stand-up desks. Yeah, again, this was a request by, by them to have uh, those kinds of options when they're working. And what a, you know, what a nice uh, option to have to be able to stand up, you know, when you, when you want. And, uh, and I'm sure it saves on their backs. And so far, they like it. <laughs> Excellent. And Kylie, what's next? We're moving to the studio. So this is, Randy, what's the square footage in here approximately? Yeah, this is probably about six or 700 square feet, so not a large studio. We call this an insert studio. A lot of what we do in here are kind of pickup shots, maybe interviews, green screen background work, elements that create, uh, you know, objects that we, we shoot products in here, stuff for little parts of the commercial that we would need to finish. Okay, you're right. I see all kinds of interesting things in here like C-stands and lighting equipment and, and cameras and grip equipment, the sort of thing that you would need to get those sorts of shots. Exactly. We had all this equipment before, but again, in our smaller facility, we never we weren't be able to use it as much. We'd have to shoot in, the, in a kitchen and it was just not convenient. So now it's all set, ready to go. And so if a client calls us, we can set up pretty quickly, do the shot and get it into the commercial. Do you do any shots in here that require sound? Because I guess you would need to treat the room in some way for that. Yeah. We haven't done that yet, but we do have that ability to put up uh, soft curtains and cloth that would dampen that, yeah. 
All right, what's next, guys? We are moving on to, again, another client space. So another desk, another phone, more private spaces for clients to have their own private conversations. As we walk through, we have a fire exit. And <laughs> I was just going to say, uh, we do have client parking in the back, which is kind of a nice perk for our, our clients. And they would uh, enter the facility by the back alleyway. <laughs> I'm just laughing. I'm looking down the hallway here. We have Bandit and we have a Client Puppy coming up behind us as well. They're just so charming. All right. Uh, I think we have one more room, right? Well, first, uh, we have our audio booth. So the ability to record audio. So bringing in talent or whether it be professional talent or have our editors do guide tracks. So the ability to have a microphone that's already set up and it feeds into all the rooms, again, all via the network and they can quickly do a voiceover or some sort of audio um, track that they would need and it's set up and permanently ready to go. Great, so you can feed any of the edit bays from here. Exactly, yeah. And you know, we don't, uh, we, we just do, often we do uh, t some sort of talent that comes in, but we don't try to compete with our, our friends in the audio. It's not what we want to do f permanently, it's just a matter of getting, you know, a guide track or a soundtrack that's, that's quick to, to put into the edits. Terrific, and one more edit room then. So we are now in our fourth edit suite. We're doing a podcast. This is Julia. Hey, <laughs> <Surprising> Julia. <laughs> and uh, this is our a room that was actually going to be, it was an expansion room. We didn't really have a plan for this when we first moved in. And because we've been busy and we found a great talent in Julia, we decided let's bring her on full time. So she's officially started to, yeah, post pro. Fantastic. So you just keep growing. Yeah, well, that's that's important. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's just set up the same way, sort of living room style. They have their own monitor and uh, editorial, but it's a little more intimate in this way. It's set up a little bit differently in the, uh, in the other rooms with the ability to have this sort of a, a common area where they can collaborate on what they're working on. This is awesome, and I see some collaboration going on there right now, as a matter of fact. And here we go. You know, Kylie, I wanted to ask you, how did you come to work in this industry? Because Randy told us his story last time, and I'm really curious to hear yours. So I started at uh, BCIT, actually. I started at the Media and Broadcast Communications Program. So that's the British Columbia Institute of Technology. That's right, yes. And traditionally, people in my class and graduating class all move towards the television station and radio station part of the industry. I think I'm the only one that actually went the advertising route. There was something, I don't know, in my head that was more glamorous or something. <laughs> <laughs> so I got a practicum at TBWA in Vancouver when it existed and then found my way producing at another agency in Vancouver. And then when Randy started Post Pro Media, I found a great opportunity to come on board with him. I had worked with him in the past and always appreciated him and respected him, and I was excited about what he was going to do to the business. So did the two of you actually meet originally then because of the work that you were doing in the ad agency that you worked for? That's right. I was a producer at an agency, so I worked with the previous company for many, many years before I started here. So that's really a recurring theme that we hear a lot from the people that we interview is that this is really a relationship business and that you end up working with people because you worked with them previously or you worked with friends of theirs and there's this trust component. That's right, absolutely. It's it's so relationship based and it's it's so incredibly important not to burn any bridges and you know just be friendly with everyone. We're all here to, you know, be creative and work together and be collaborative and um, keeping those relationships alive is something I really value in my job. Now Kylie, um, I wanted to talk to you a little bit more about your choice to go into advertising mm -hmm. rather than 
feature films and television production because that seems to be where most people want to take their careers. So what was it for you that caused you to go in the direction that you went? Well, specifically for me, I remember a moment. I was in Alberta, actually. We were touring the CBC in Edmonton, and uh, I was with my BCIT group, and we were visiting, you know, we were doing a group tour of all the television stations kind of in BC and Alberta, and we hit a post-production shop. I saw this really comfortable leather couch in this post-production advertising agency, and I thought, you know what, I just want to sit there though. <laughs> I didn't want to be behind a camera. I didn't want to be directing people. I just, I, the leather couch was really appealing to me. So it, it appealed to the, the lazy side of me, but also the creative part of me. So <laughs> that's, that was my moment. <laughs> well, that's hilarious. But you did find out that, that this whole advertising business is a lot of hard work. It is, it is a lot of hard work. It, it can be long hours. It's, it's a lot of personalities that you're working with every day, but it, it's fun. I mean, at the end of the day, we're not saving lives. It's, it's just meant to be fun. Terrific. Well, you know what? Those are good thoughts to leave on. And I would just want to thank you. We've, we've kind of, we've, we've gone in a circle. Oh, we have one more room. Okay. Well, let's do that before we sign off. Oh yes. This is your favorite room. This is the color correction room. Tell us about this, Randy. All right, so there we here we're in color. This is where I work, so I'm, I'm kind of, it's a little passionate for me uh, to talk about. Uh, it's where the finishing happens. So final color, final decisions on what the actual video looks like are all done in here. You know, a session could be, you know, for a just, just standard 30-second spot would be about four hours or five hours. You're working on a shot-by-shot -shot basis, and you're creating the look of the actual video done, done all in here. This room is set up, it's very technical. This room is set up to have calibrated monitors that are properly uh, set up so that white is white and black is black and all the colors look the way they should. And when you get it at home, it should look similar too. A lot of energy is put into, into this room to make sure that, that it looks right. And I think it's really important to note that this room does not have any daylight coming in from external sources and that would be by design. Exactly. Yeah, it's actually set up uh, like a kind of a theater style. So the colorist would be me. I sit at the back of the room and there's couches, etc. at the front of the room. We're all looking at the same television, 65 inch plasma screen. And it's intended so that we all are looking at one source and we're all agreeing on the color on that one monitor. It's difficult when there's other monitors in the room and sometimes it's difficult to calibrate them to look the same uh, just because of technology of the way they're built. But uh, it's nice to have one calibrated monitor that we all agree on. And we use laser pens to point at you know parts of the screen that we would want to tweak or touch. That helps with the communication. We have bias lighting, which means it's a kind of light around the screen, the back of the screen that is calibrated to a certain color temperature to allow us to focus our attention on knowing what true white is. And if uh, you don't have that, sometimes you, you know, yellow will tend to look white after a while. And these are the technical things that we think about in the room. The room is also painted in a searchable neutral gray. Again, that was an intentional thing designing the space. That's what makes the color room kind of special. So this is an example of where technology really meets creativity. Exactly. It's a nice combination of the both of, both of uh, my minds, at least, and I, I really do kind of enjoy it. Fantastic. So have we seen everything that we want to see at this I, point? I think we have now. <laughs> we have come in a full circle if we actually walk out of this room. We're back at the reception where we started. So maybe this would be an appropriate time to say goodbye and to say thank you to the two of you for this fantastic tour. Yeah, no, thank you for coming. Well, thanks for taking the time. I appreciate it. And good luck with your careers, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to Monetizing Your Creativity. 
be sure to join us next time by subscribing to us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. While you're there, please leave a review. It helps us with our ratings. You can also visit monetizingyourcreativity.com for more information about the show. And hey, be sure to tell your friends who want to understand how to monetize their creativity.